Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, we're going to discuss one of the number one things that will keep you from achieving financial freedom in your journey in this life. And it's called the Diderot effect. In the 1700s, there was a philosopher, his name was Dennis Diderot, and he actually created the encyclopedia. His daughter was getting married and he didn't have the money for the wedding. And Catherine the Great, who loved the encyclopedia, heard about this and gave Dennis Diderot um, a bunch of money. And he was excited because he could now afford the wedding. But what Dennis Diderot did, he was able to pay for the wedding, but he also went out and got himself a really nice robe for the wedding. And then, you know, once he started getting all this stuff, he started spending more money. And there's an actual term uh, called the Diderot effect that's named after him. And this is something in our life where I'll give you an example in my life. So Kara was uh, first talking about this a couple years ago. We bought a RV during COVID. Um, and this isn't the first time we've had an RV. We've had two others. Um, and actually I've invested in a lot and, and sold them as rentals as well. So um, yeah, you, you know, you can take a doodad and you can turn it into an asset. We have mobile home parks. And um, when there wasn't enough housing, we went to a RV dealer and bought a whole bunch of RVs and then sold them to residents and carried the paper. So it can be an asset, but again, this wasn't the first time that, you know, Karen and I had owned an RV and unless you're doing what we did, buying them and renting them out or selling them, they're definitely not an asset. They're probably one of the most um, depreciating things out there. Um, although during COVID we seem to do fine and many people did anyway. Uh, we decided to go out and buy, buy an RV and uh, we did that in 2020. And then all of a sudden, you know, as we're the RVs that we had previously were fifth wheels and, and pull behinds. So I had a truck and we would pull the camper um, and then, you know, set the camper in an RV park or whatever. And then you'd have transportation. Well, with this RV, it was a, a class A. So, you know, no, no car. Well, once we bought the RV, then we have to buy all the accessories that go along with the RV. You know, you have to get the outdoor mats and you have to get all the bedding. And this is part of the Diderot effect. So yeah, you're not only buying this $200,000 RV, now you're spending another, you know, ten dollars or $15,000 um, putting in all the accessories and the lifts outside and the special hoses and everything else, um, the lawn chairs, all the things that you need, right? The games that are going to be in the RV parks. But here's where it gets really crazy. Um, I've always wanted a Subaru WRX, right? Well, now I've got an excuse to get a WRX because we need a car when we're traveling in order to, you know, park the RV in the campground and then have some place to get around because where we like to go is not necessarily camping in the middle of New York city where you can get an Uber. Um, we actually like to go travel the world and, and yeah, I called it camping, but you know, really staying in RV parks anyway. I convinced Kara that we need a car to tow behind our RV. And so I have to take um, the car. So I buy this Subaru, Subaru WRX in 2020 and it's a beautiful car. It's a car I've always wanted. I um, did a bunch of research on different ones. And because the WRX is a manual, you can flat tow it. So then I have to order the tow bar and I have to take it to this 
um, installation company and it costs, you know, $3,000 for the tow bar. And I'm into the Subaru WRX for $45,000. And then I have to pay another, you know, 2,500 bucks to get the, the tow plate installed on the WRX. This is the Diderot effect. So you go out and you buy a new house and what do you have to do? You have to get new furniture because your furniture from the old house doesn't match the new house or there's not enough furniture, or you've had this furniture too long, or you have an extra bedroom. So now you need, um, you know, an extra bed for the bedroom for when guests come over. This is the Diderot effect. And so what I'm saying here today, the reason why I'm sharing all of this with you, and and again, I, I know this from personal experience because it's human nature, just like Dennis Diderot. He ended up spending all of this money because his he went from being poor and then having this gift from Catherine the Great, which was for a specific reason, and he ends up spending all of this money on you know lavish stuff, and he changes his lifestyle. We all fall into this trap. I do it many times over the years. I've fallen into the same trap. And listen, it's, it's life. The whole reason we invest for freedom is so that we can have nice things, so that we can take great trips. But the reality at the end of the day is we're looking for what I call REM, relationships, experiences, and memories. And if we're not careful, then we get to a point in our businesses, um, in our lifestyle, in our houses, in our cars, all of the things where the Diderot effect takes place. And you know, pretty soon we're a slave to what was once um, our dream to achieve freedom. I love playing the cash flow game because this shows this so eloquently. Um, you know, your your expenses get out of control. You start having kids, which, I, by the way, I'm a huge fan of kids. Obviously, I don't look at kids as an expense. I look at them as part of that relationships, experiences, and memories. The greatest thing that Karen and I have ever had is um, raising children. I love, love, love having children. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is we have to be really careful. Bigger house, bigger car, bigger city, bigger friends, bigger trips. And again, I believe that we deserve all of that, but it has to stay within context of where our current lifestyle is and where our investing currently is. And you know what we tend to do? I've, I've had this, uh, I don't want to bounce all over here, but I've had this thought for a while. You know, so many people think if they could just get you know, 10 rentals or a hundred rentals or whatever it is and create a passive portfolio. And each one of them brings in a hundred dollars a month. Um, you know, they'd be making an extra $10,000 a month, which is great. But the reality is $10,000 a month in passive income can get spent very quickly. Um, when it comes to the Diderot effect, you know, you get a second house or, you know, you buy that timeshare and now you feel obligated to spend, you know, four times a year in, in a, in a certain location or, um, like I said, that second house, you have to buy all this extra furniture. And even if it is an Airbnb, um, there's ups and downs. And so you just need to make sure we need to make sure that our life is matching our current financial situation. And I love the Diderot effect because it puts it into context. Um, it puts a name to it. And the reality is there was nothing special about Diderot. He's just like every single one of us. And so I just wanted to challenge you, but also encourage you on your investing for freedom journey. Um, just continue to take inventory on why you're doing what you're doing. This is why annual goal setting, this is why checking in, you know, with your significant other is so important. Um, it's, it can very easily get out of control and we can wake up two or three years down the road and be like, how did I get here? Yes, I achieved my goals. I have 10 rentals or 20 rentals or 50 rentals, but my life isn't any different. I'm a slave to my passive income. I'm a slave to my business. 
So many times we talk to people, whether it's a W-2 job, whether it's running their business, whatever it is, maybe they have a passive portfolio and we begin to despise the thing that we once wanted that we now have because it's nothing to do with the thing, whether it's a career we want, whether it's a business we built, whether it's a passive portfolio, it's nothing to do with that thing. It has everything to do with what we have let our lifestyle creep happen, the Diderot effect. And so um, the Diderot effect is just one part of this, obviously, because um, you know the fact that you went out and bought the RV, Mike, is the reason why you had to go buy the WRX and you know spend all this extra money. And so it's just one principle that we need to think about, or I'd like to encourage you to think about. Um, it's not just the RV that you're buying. It's not just the rental that you're buying. It's not just the new house that you're buying or the second house or the plane or whatever it is. Um, it's the things that come along with it. Um, you know, I had an airplane. Um, it was a Cherokee six. I'm a pilot for those of you that didn't know that and, you know, loved the plane, but with the plane comes a hangar and with the plane comes a, you know, annual maintenance. And with the plane comes, you know, extra boots because one of them broke over the, the wheels and with the plane comes, you know, upgrading instruments and the FAA puts out a thing for, um, you know, flight tracking that you have to up, update your, update your uh, systems. And, and there's always a, you know, a better Garmin. And then there's these, you know, for flight that comes out. We want a better version of that. We want better headsets and we want a better hanger, all the things. Right. And so everything comes back to the Diderot effect. And again, I'll say this and then I'll wrap it up. I am a huge fan of enjoying life. One of my favorite books recently is Die With Zero. If you haven't read that, maybe put your hands on it. But in this book, the author talks about how, you know, his goal is to die with zero because we all accumulate all of this wealth. And the reality is like your kid doesn't need your wealth when they're 45 or 50 and you pass away. They need that when they're growing. And this has been one of mine and Kara's concepts um, all along is like, I want to be able to help my kids as much as possible when they're young and they're getting started. And, and that's some of the things that drive and motivate me. But the Diderot effect will creep in and work against you in a lot of these areas. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, go out there and uh, just, just Google the Diderot effect if you want to learn a little bit more about it. But I think I got the premise of it pretty good for you. Um, and it's one of those anchors that comes back in my mind constantly whenever I'm looking at buying something or you know, investing in something. Um, what's the Diderot effect that comes along with that? Hope you enjoyed this episode. Go out there, make it great, and watch that Diderot effect. Watch that financial creep. Um, it'll get you every time. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.